I've been hearing stories of Kalman my entire life growing up. My mother didn't really want to tell me that much about her experience in the camps, in, you know, when I was little, but she did share stories of her family, and Kalman was central to that storytelling um, process that my mother passed on to me. Um, Kalman was a, a charming little boy, and he was very close with my mother, though she kind of resented having to take him around with her everywhere she went because he was the younger brother. Um, to me, Kalman was just someone who my mother thought still might have survived the Holocaust because he had escaped the Warsaw Ghetto as she had as, as teenagers. And she saw him after they escaped and thought, well, if anyone in the family had survived, it would have been common since they both got out of the ghetto. When handling a subject as heavy and as somber as the Holocaust, a lot of museums tend to root themselves in documents or articles and artifacts. Uh, but the Memory Project takes an artistic approach to the events. Why is that? Well, I think because museums do such a good job in conveying the history, we wanted to convey the personal story. The enormity of the Holocaust is beyond comprehension. And sometimes when you tell a story through one person, through uh, a woman who survived and having her tell the story, it's, it brings the person, the viewer, in to the history in another way. We wanted to bring people in. We wanted to engage people to make it a, you know, a personal experience, not just a statistic of six million people and images of torture and all the misery that happened. It was a way to reclaim an individual life and also to show that life goes on. One of the things that especially interested me, Lori, because I'm not a, a descendant of Holocaust survivors, was the amazing resiliency of of these families, of Raz's parents, who were some of the most optimistic, warm, loving people I ever met. And how could they be that way? I was fascinated by that. And um, and knowing them and their joie de vie, they always remember. They don't forget what happened to them, but they're able to live rich lives uh, despite that. And that was something that was really important for me to convey. As more and more time passes from the events of the Holocaust, the world hears less from the voices of survivors. Uh, this project in particular is one directed by the next generation, the children of Holocaust survivors and their kin. Uh, how do you think this colors the Holocaust and its memory in society? Well, actually, you address a very key issue. What we did with the Memory Project is we, we brought my mother's voice in through the video installation. The video installation has nine monitors, and while we show the process of Kalman being painted, my mother is telling the story of Kalman. So you get, as a viewer, the firsthand experience of a survivor. It's keeping the survivor voice, the survivor testimony alive in a very vibrant way and in a way that people from all ages, of all ages, can, can relate to. The story of loss, the story of sadness, the story of joy, it's all in there in this very vibrant video environment as well as very vibrant paintings. 